Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Today we wrap up our Disney planning series. We've gone to the parks and enjoyed our vacation, but we're not quite done. Shane and I will discuss some plans you should make to extend that amazing trip even more. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 48, original air date, May 12th, 2021. Well, we've done it, Shane. We've gotten to the end. We started this Disney series in February, and we are finally done. But I think I've really enjoyed, well, I I don't think, I know I've really enjoyed talking everybody through this process. Absolutely. And it's been fun completing our second masterclass on booking a significant entertainment destination. Did the Universal episodes before, and then now it's just finishing Disney. Fun to do it and kind of a relief to be finished. So I'd like to point out a couple of interesting things. I was looking through our download stats the other day, okay. and I saw some some interesting things. Interesting thing that's standing out is some of the locations where some downloads are happening. Really? There is a little suburb, I guess, called Clichy, and it's okay. on the northern side of Paris. And oh, very someone, cool. Yeah, there's somebody in Clichy, Paris, I guess someone who's... English is far better than our French, who has been listening to the past several episodes, it seems like. And so well, that's wonderful. Whoever Welcome. you are. Yeah, whoever you are, thanks. And you know, give us a shout out. Say hello on social media somewhere. That'd be fun. That would be fun to hear from you. And so I just thought I'd pick a couple of the interesting sounding cities and towns and okay. give them a shout out. Another big city, Montreal, Quebec. Ah, so, very nice. Maybe another French speaker. I don't know. And then another interesting sounding location, Milpitas, California. I'm not sure who that is, but whoever you are, hello and and thanks for listening. Awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, and as part of that, I just want to remind folks, one of the ways that you can help our podcast out by helping other people find us is by leaving a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. So please Get on that uh, platform, leave us a five-star review, tell us what you think, and we would love to hear from you. And as part of that, we would love to share that review on the episode. So in our last episode, we dealt with the actual trips, the tips and tricks to actually spending your time while you're there. And today, I just wanted to talk about some things to think about when your trip is actually over. What do you think is the biggest thought that goes through somebody's head after their Walt Disney trip is over, Shane? There are going to be those with any trip who are saying, I can't wait to get back home. When it comes to Disney, those are probably going to be far and few between. The majority will be, oh, wow, this is, I don't want to go back home. This place is too great. That's why they call it the Tragical Express when it's taking you back to the the airport from your resort. Yeah. Well, I you, you're exactly right. I on our first trip many many moons ago, you know that was my exact frame of thinking. At least going into the trip was I'm either going to say I'm never doing this again, or I'm going to say when can I do this again? And spoiler alert, I didn't leave saying I was never going to do this again. All right, so we are home from our trip and. Basically, what we're going to talk about today is what are some things to be thinking about? And from a logistical standpoint, 
we had a lot of logistics, a lot of must do's, should do's with the planning process. And really when you get home, I think there's really only one logistical thing that you really have to think about. And that is if you have the memory maker photo pass, or if you have photos on your My Disney Experience that you want to purchase, you need to download those photos within 45 days of the date that that photo was taken. And that's one thing. And I have had folks that I've worked with that missed that deadline, unfortunately, and lost some oh, of those wow. photos. So that you want to you want to keep track of that date. And I think for both of us, we advise our clients that the memory maker is a no-brainer, that everyone should get that. And those are great photos taken by professional yeah. photographers in excellent locations. You want to download those and make sure that you have them. And, and we'll have a couple of ideas later on how you might use them later on. For the price of it, when you're talking about the overall price that you're spending on a Disney World vacation – it's 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 a no-brainer. It, it absolutely is. So Shane, one of the things that we recommend people do is doing a couple conversations about their trip with folks afterwards, kind of a debriefing, if you will. Who do you think they should talk to about their trip? First of all, they should, the family should talk amongst yeah, themselves. Or the friends talk amongst themselves. Make and, special notes of what you enjoyed the most, what didn't go the way you wanted it to, what you want to do again, what you could do without doing again. All those things so that you have it readily available and noted somewhere for your next vacation when you're planning it. Yeah, I think so. So I think I've shared this story on the podcast before. Last fall, we took my parents with us and they've gone to Disney with us a couple of times. And my dad had a little notebook that he was carrying around with him. Right. And, and I I thought that he was keeping track of how much money they were spending. And and I, I told him, I said, we'll worry about, all, you know, as far as accounting, I said, we'll worry about all that later. And what I realized was he was actually writing down the things that we were doing throughout the day. And that evening, we would kind of go through and he would say, okay, we did this. What do you remember about that? Or whose favorite part was this? And it was just a way to kind of think about the day. And I think you don't have to do it to that extent of your entire trip. But certainly, what were people's favorite restaurants? What was somebody's favorite ride? What was something that they really enjoyed about the trip? If nothing else, to be honest with you, you're going to forget some of those things when you go to, to play your next trip or it, whether it's Disney or not, that's kind of good vacation intel to have. You're not going to remember everything, but just a couple of notes jotted down now, when you look back on it in a few months or even a few years, you will have not thought of that since then. You'll go that entire two years without thinking about it. Yeah. But then you just see that one line, those few words that you've written and all those memories will come flooding back. Right. It is a, Great investment in some future happiness, giving yourself some great memories to, to recall. And as part of that, I would suggest updating your packing list if you keep a, a packing list. Um, I would do this when I would travel abroad. It, was, it tended to be every other year. So there was no way I was going to remember the things right. that I should, you know, so as soon as I got home, anything that I had forgotten or anything that I thought I would need for, you know, the, the, the next <laughs> trip, I would write it down and then I had it and, and I wouldn't have to remember why do I need that, this thing? It, it was there. Yeah. Instead of recreating a list and trying to figure out what you need every time. Yeah. 
so Shane and I are both travel advisors. And the other person that we would suggest you have a conversation with is if you worked with a travel advisor, spend some time with them um, talking to them about your trip. My guess is they will reach out to you and ask you about it. Um, some travel advisors use a questionnaire or something like that. Other people just pick up the phone or, or pick up the text or email and send some questions. I know particularly if I'm having clients do something that I don't have, um, firsthand knowledge with, I will often ask them to, for feedback or advice. It's invaluable for them. And it also helps them help you more down the road. Um, as far as getting to know you better, your likes, your dislikes, you know, hey, maybe let's go to a different hotel next time, or hey, we really like this type of room. Um, yeah. Yeah, give them some, give us some insight into what you enjoyed, your personal preferences. And that way, rather than just having a, a transaction where you purchase a trip and then you go on it, you can work with one of us and we can personalize it for you and curate the best experiences for you. It is your vacation. So it should be unique and special to you. Absolutely. So Shane, you mentioned uh, pictures and memory makers. One of the things that you can do is actually use your photos in some unique ways for some souvenirs that will help extend your trip. Give us some, give us some ideas here. One, my screensaver. It is still our very first Disney trip. It's all of the pictures that we took with our phone phones and all of the pictures from memory maker. And they just, we've been to Disney several times, but I've left our screensaver as that first trip. And seeing those pictures brings back so many memories. And then my second favorite idea is to use one of the stores. Walmart does it. Walgreens does it. CBS does it. You can upload your photos to their site and make some really cool books. Yep. Just You can pick the photos you want, upload them. It'll organize them for you. Or if you're like me, you're going to organize them yourself so that they look just right. But those books, they make great gifts later that you can give for a birthday or for Christmas. And they're so much fun to look back through months or years later. We did that after our first trip. um, We did that for each of the kids. And then for my birthday or Christmas, the the following year, um, I actually got a mug with that, the, that my wife and my kids put those pictures on for me. And yeah, I mean, those are just, those are really cool um, books and, and, and just memories that don't, don't cost a lot. They're not the expensive souvenirs by any means, but boy, they sure mean a lot. We have some friends and she went and bought, I don't know how many frames, picture frames, and she's already hung them on the wall. Picture frames hung on the wall with no pictures in them yet because her plan is to, as they travel, to print pictures from the trips and then start filling in the frames with the pictures as they take their vacations. That's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. She's ah, a smart friend. That's a little, little peer <laughs> pressure for, for your spouse or your partner or your family to say, <laughs> right. Hey, we need to fill these frames folks. Where are we going next summer? I like that a lot. 
these frames are empty and everybody's going to see yeah. them. So let's give them something cool and fun yeah. to look at. And I have, I have friends and, and obviously the ideas that we're talking about here extend beyond Disney, but we're, we're, again, we're focusing on the Disney vacation. I have friends that every time they go to Disney, their family quote unquote family souvenir is a different Disney photo frame. And then they cool. choose yeah. their favorite photo from that trip, that specific trip, and and put it in there. I also, um, it seems like with our kids, we always get a picture. We don't, every trip, I try to do it every trip. It hasn't happened, but we try to. For whatever reason, they get their, they love to get their picture taken with the troll in the Norway shop in Epcot. And so I have pictures through the years of them with oh, that. Wow. And you can actually That's go through and, and watch them grow with that, with that, that troll. Awesome. And, and those are the types of things that you can do, obviously, if you extend your, your, your trips over the years. So speaking of that, what's the benefit, Shane, of getting a next trip on the books? Why is that a good thing to think about, especially soon after your last trip? You always have something to look forward to. Yes. You're not going to be as sad coming home if you have another trip to look forward to. If, you, if you're coming home with nothing booked then and there's nothing to look forward to, then, yeah, you're just going to be that much more depressed. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. On Urban Dictionary, there is an entry for post-Disney blues. Really? There is, yeah. And then, and then another phrase that I saw is PDD which is post Disney depression. There you go. It's real. My friend. A few, I, we, I guess we're going to have to do an episode yeah. about it because yeah. there's a few blog posts about how to overcome PDD and post Disney blues. Okay. Well, and I would say, okay, from a logistical standpoint, one of the benefits of getting a trip on the books with Disney is again, from our, from our planning episode, it's just a $200 deposit. And with that $200 deposit, you have secured your accommodations, you've secured your tickets, you've made your park reservations, and you can pay that uh, that trip off over a longer period of time. So, you know, it's it, it, you can really plan ahead. And, and, and what I find is when the promotions come out, Shane, my clients who have booked earlier are still saving money over the promotions that occur during their trips because they were the the early bird got the savings, if you will. And in addition to the savings, booking earlier, you're going to have more options. Yes, yeah, absolutely. In rooms, so yeah. you can get what you want instead of what's left. Yeah, yeah. So this leads me to the idea of you know obviously you and I both came to Disney because of a family experience that led to another family experience that led to another <laughs> family experience. And, and we've drank the Kool-Aid. I think that's very clear to everybody who's listening to the podcast that, that not only do we have a professional love because of being travel advisors, but also a personal love. What, why are we, why, why do we have Disney families, Shane? What, what is it about a trip to a place like Disney? We can obviously put Universal or other theme parks in there too, but what is it about these types of places that keeps your family coming back time and time again? They give you permission to be a kid mm -hmm. again. And so a teenager, when you get, it, you get into those teenage years and it's not as cool to do that kid stuff, right. but that changes at Disney. Disney, all that kid stuff is cool again. It, it really does. You and I have both talked about as dads having teenagers 
and what that's like and going to Disney with those teenagers and watching those walls or, or Mm -hmm. that I'm too cool for this kind of, kind of melting away. And that's a really special feeling as a parent. I remember in the fall, my, my kids were walking through Adventureland ahead of us and they're arm in arm. And I'm like, they would have never been arm in arm at at home. And not that they, not that they dislike each other or they're always at each other, but they just, that's not what they would do. But at Disney, they do it. And, and to me, that's one of the advantages as a parent, as a dad of getting another trip on the books, because you can look forward to that feeling because it's, it's real. What, whether, whether it's Disney or your beach vacation or whatever, when it comes to leaving a vacation that you loved, try to think about what's going to come next for your family, because there is a real benefit to that. Get, you can bring a tear to my <laughs> eye. <laughs> oh boy. And one of the things that we wanted to point out with this episode is remember that Disney has more than what you just experienced. So in Florida, for instance, you know, there's those four theme parks but there's also two water parks. And my guess is you didn't spend as much time at one of those theme parks or all of those theme parks. And maybe you didn't go to the water parks. I, have you even been to the water parks, Shane, at Walt Disney World? You know what? I'm, I'm probably going to get wet if I go there. Oh, that's so, right. You no, don't like to get yeah, wet. I haven't, that's right. I haven't gone yet. But. I, and, you know, we didn't go until the kids were older, which I think was the right decision for us. But those are awesome. They're fun. You know, in California, Disneyland, there's two different theme parks with Disneyland and California Adventure. Thinking about, I loved Walt Disney World so much, maybe I want to go to Disneyland on the next trip and experience some of those original things or some of those different things like like Cars Land and Radiator Springs and things like that. I hear that Cars Land, the Radiator Springs section is the best. I have heard that too. Yeah, yeah but it's even better than Galaxy's Edge. I have heard that. all of Disney. Disney also has three standalone resorts, um, one at Hilton Head, South Carolina, one at uh, Vero Beach, Florida, which is is about an hour or so away from Orlando, also makes a good place to couple with a Disney cruise if you're interested in that mm-hmm. um, to extend your vacation. And then, you know, Shane, my favorite place in the world um, Alani in uh, Koalina on the island of Oahu is a Disney resort and spa. Again, you can get your Disney fix by taking a different type of vacation at a, a, a beach vacation. And then and we and, did, did uh, and in episode three, we did a, a full episode right. on some of your experiences at Aulani. Yeah. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Great. In great. case you want a deeper dive into Aulani. And then obviously there's Disney Cruise Line. Um, you know, Disney owns four ships with a fifth one on the way and, and more ships after that. Port Canaveral, again, which is about an hour away from Orlando, is, is a place that they, they will often sail out of almost year round. So you're able to, to pair that with a Walt Disney World vacation quite easily. Um, Adventures by Disney, we've talked about in past episodes. And then something we haven't talked about on, these, on this uh, podcast are the international parks whether it's Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo, um, Disneyland in in China. There's all sorts of other Disney options. Now, again, you're like, whoa, slow down, dude. Like, I just went to Orlando for a week, and now you're telling me that I need to go to Shanghai? (laughs) 
uh, you know, obviously I'm just, what I'm trying to say is there's more to Disney than what you just experienced. And maybe as you start down the rabbit hole, some of these other things will become much more attractive. Maybe you want that Disney difference, but more of a beach right. and not the theme park. Then you can hit one of those other resorts, the Vero Beach Resort or the Hilton Head Resort. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I would say coming, going, you know, using Alani as an example, if you are a Disney nut, it's there. If you want to go experience a Hawaiian vacation, it's there. You know, it's, it's kind of what you make out of it. It's, it's not a theme park vacation. You're not going to have characters with you all the time. You know, if you just want to go to a really top-notch resort, any of these resorts are top-notch in and of themselves take Disney out of that equation. Well, there you go, Shane. Does that yeah. give us things to think about after our Disney vacation is over? I think so. Plenty to think about. A couple of things to do. And hopefully, most important of all, is that it helps relieve some of that post-Disney depression yeah. or just that feeling bad because you got to come back home and get back to the grind and yeah. back to work and back to school. It gives you some things to plan and think about in the future. So as we wrap this up, thinking about all of these six episodes that we've talked about planning a Disney vacation, what do you think the biggest piece of advice from this whole series is? Well, we broke it up into these chunks because there is a lot to do, a lot to consider, a lot to plan. So I would say that overall, the biggest thing to do is just book it, just get it on the books so that you have a time when you're going to go and then start heading down this path that we've laid out for you. Start going through those steps and make these memories, write these travel stories that you can enjoy forever and share forever. Yeah, I, I think that's great. I, I, I think you put that perfectly. Um, and, and I would add to that, you know, even though there's a lot to do and a lot of steps and a lot of planning, the magic is going to be there, whether the trip goes exactly how you have planned or not, because guess what? It's not going to go exactly how you have planned. And oftentimes <laughs> that's when the Disney magic happens. Yes. So absolutely. what give, give space for that to occur on these types of vacations. And if this series or this episode has inspired you and you're ready to book that trip to one of these Disney destinations, we would love to help you plan that vacation. Reach out to us at vacationplanning at allthingstravelshow.com. And remember, it is our job to make you the vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember... Never stop exploring.